0: Hello and welcome to another daily fintech news update by Connecting the Dots in Fintech. Today and the rest of the week I'll be recording from a different location, so the sound will be a little bit different and uh, we'll see if we can fix that. My name is René van Pelt, it's March 6, and today we discuss Flutterwave, Binance, Credit Suisse, Shopify and Nuvei. But before we start, today's episode was brought to you by Zotape. Zotapay is a world-standard financial technology company connected to more than a thousand financial institutions and banks around the world. Active in 150 countries globally and with eight regional headquarters. Zotapay assists online companies with a wide range of alternative payment methods that suit their specific needs and those of their customers, regardless of their location. Find out more via Zotapay's website, zotapay.com. That's zotapay.com. Zotapay.com And we go on to the episode First off, Flutterwave has denied allegations that hackers stole 2.9 billion naira from its platform and stashed the funds on 27 bank accounts. The amount would sum up to about 5 million US dollars. The company stated that its security measures are robust enough to prevent such attacks. The fintech company has also assured its users and the public that their funds are safe and secure on its platform. Next up, crypto exchange Binance developed a plan to avoid the threat of prosecution by US authorities as it started an American entity in 2019. Any lawsuit from US regulators, who had signaled a coming crackdown on unregulated offshore crypto players, would be like a nuclear fallout for Binance's business and officers. This is what Binance executive warned to colleagues in a 2019 private chat. The report is based on messages and documents from 2018 to 2020 reviewed by the Wall Street Journal as well as interviews with former employees. Binance, founded in 2017 and Binance US, are more intertwined than the companies have disclosed, mixing staff and financing and sharing an affiliated entity that bought and sold cryptocurrencies, the report said. It noted that Binance.com operated mainly from hubs in China and Japan Yet a fifth of his customers were based in the United States. Binance developers in China maintained the software code that supported Binance US users' digital wallets, potentially giving Binance access to US customer data, the Wall Street Journal reported. In an emailed statement to Reuters, a Binance spokesperson said, We have already acknowledged that we did not have adequate compliance and control in place during those early years. We are a very different company today when it comes to compliance. And we go on to Shopify. Shopify has partnered with NFT and Web3 app building platform ThirdWeb to launch Commerce Kit, a new development kit designed for developers to easily build Web3 commerce apps. Commerce Kit and Shopify looks to support merchants in building apps that enable new ways to engage with their buyers. Potential uses include distributing NFTs to create customer segments for future campaigns. This could mean that loyal customers that hold NFTs could access future items on sale, access exclusive deals and products, as well as pre-sales. This move could also position selling NFTs as a distinct new product category, creating a new revenue stream for businesses. And we go on to Australia, because Canadian fintech Nuve extends global expansion by launching in Australia. The company has announced that businesses operating in Australia can now access its full suite of market-leading payment solutions including acquiring, processing, alternative payment methods and risk management. Launching in Australia is the latest initiative from Nuve as it continues to grow its presence and capabilities in the Asia-Pacific region following its successful launch in Singapore and Hong Kong in 2022. And for the last story, Credit Suisse loses key shareholder. Switzerland's troubled bank has lost the support of one of its longest-standing shareholders. Harris Associates has sold the entire stake in Credit Suisse, the investment company's deputy chair David Harrow told the Financial Times in an interview last Saturday. The investment company held as much as 10% of the bank last year but began winding down its exposure in October after Saudi National Bank became Credit Suisse's top investor. The bank's strategy, repeated losses and large outflows of wealth management also led to the decision. The Swiss bank lost 111 billion outflows in the last three months of 2022 after a social media report questioning the bank's financial health. And that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another daily fintech news update. Uh, check out the website on ctd.fm. That's ctd for connecting the fm. Thanks for listening and uh, speak to you tomorrow. Cheers.